Shomra Byug. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to On Shomra Byug. Welcome back to the digital tiny room. I am for the last time ever the Michael of the podcast, Michael and Benjamin's podcast. And I am joined for the last time ever on the podcast, Michael and Benjamin's podcast. The man who supports the only side which is in the right in the ongoing Israel-Palestine conflict. It's Benjamin. That's me. I picked the right one. Which one is it? Tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Benjamin. Uh, Very non-committal to your politics. Yeah, that's me. Old flip-flop colopy. That's what they call me. That's what they call me. Uh, Michael, Michael, I've written a somber ditty in in commemoration of this being the final time. Would you like to hear it? I would like to hear the last and final ever ditty that you've performed for Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Very well. (gasps) The music for the podcast We don't actually have anything music But I hope someone will make some up for us I don't want to name any names Rachel, I hope it's Rachel very good it was the same as always <laughs> there's no change benjamin yeah maybe i'll go back and put the original in oh well, I put the original oh, that, in. Would, that would be good i'll that put would the original good, in ben, I'd, for, I'd, I'd enjoy that let's close the circle if i can find it benjamin <laughs> yes we'll get to that later of course but benjamin is there any trailers this week do you think oh, michael we've been inundated with trailers we're being smacked about the head with trailers michael it's uh, a deluge of trailers ben a deluge of trailers, a truckload of trailers Benjamin, if you're into alliteration. We tried to there. deploy the Iron Dome to stop the trailers from getting in, but some of them made it through. Damn them. <laughs> Damn them. I don't know what that means. It's an Israel-Palestine thing again, Ben. Oh, I'm gonna God. Keep, I'm going to keep okay. dropping it this week. I'm going to keep dropping it in there, just so it remains oh, in the, the consciousness, week. Ben. Okay. This is the week we get. This is the week we get um, shadow banned from all of our platforms. <laughs> good. Um, good, good, good. Good, good, good. Um, so, one of the things we missed last week, Michael, that came out was Sweet Tooth. What's that about? Sweet Tooth, Michael, is based on a comic, by, uh, comic book by one Jeff Lemire. If you fancy hearing more about Jeff Lemire, go check out our other podcast, at Collecting Issues, um, which is pretty much the Jeff Lemire podcast fan cast. Benjamin. Um, yes. I, for the first time last week, saw a photograph of Jeff Lemire. And I'll tell you what, Benjamin, he looks every <laughs> inch the Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin, he's you. He's me. I am Jeff Lemire. Surprise! <laughs> that would be a great twist, I got wouldn't you. it? If this whole podcast had been co-hosted by Jeff Lemire the whole time. And even I didn't know. <laughs> if you just ripped okay. off, Ben, if you just ripped off a rubber mask, revealing an exactly identical face, and said, <laughs> it's me, Jeff Lemire. And I said, oh, shit, how did I not see it? Oh, that explains why you keep talking about the Southern Gothic and yeah, 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 how yeah. difficult things were with your papa. Yeah. Um, Sweet Tooth, Michael, coming from that, is a post-apocalyptic, little strange comic book from Vertigo Comics back in the day. And it was kind of a a 90s, uh, well, not a 90s, early 2000s sensation. And it's about a little fella. Yeah, a little small fella, yeah. Little small fella, he's got little antlers, Michael. He's got little (laughs) antlers. He's a little uh, human-animal hybrid. Are you thinking uh, of um, Horns with Daniel Radcliffe? No, I'm thinking of Sweet Tooth by Jeff Lemire. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and it's a post-apocalyptic world and he's got to survive, Michael. But of course, there's people hunting him because he's a weird little freak boy. 
Oh. And that's no good. And it's a story about acceptance and learning to love yourself and being different and how that's okay. But with adult themes because it's Jeff Lemire. Yes, Benjamin. First of all, it was published in 2009. So you're nearly a decade out there. Ah, sure look. <laughs> but sure look, Benjamin. Listen. Um, Benjamin, sure look. What was I going to say? I, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. So my understanding of Sweet Tooth, Ben, and I haven't read much of it, but I've read a, a little smattering here and there of it. Is a sliver. It's, is a slivers and, and jivers. Benjamin, it's quite weird and unpleasant and the world is oh. you know, it's very Jeff Lemire. Oh. Oh no. Have you read it, Ben? I haven't. You haven't read I any haven't. of it? No, we should probably do it on the bi weekly comic book book club collecting issues. We at probably some point. should, Ben. But look, my main concern about this show, having just watched the trailer, Ben, it looks very generic. Um, Netflix seems to be pulling out none of the stops <laughs> none they said should we pull out some of the stops boss and the boss of Netflix says god damn it you leave every last one of those stops in you leave those firmly where they are we blew our entire comic book budget on Jupiter's legacy so you don't take out a single one of those stops in fairness boss if that was pulling out all the stops I don't think it would make a difference if we pulled out all the stops yes Ooh, Benjamin Netflix go- is very rapidly becoming the home for low budget generic comic book stuff unfortunately it's it's become the Disney channel mm. Michael just just churned content with low production values yeah. a lot of the time I'm, well, I'm not saying that Sweet Tooth from what we've seen of it has low production values it just looks very generic it doesn't have any style or substance to it by the look of it Yes, it's let's get some actors, put them on a set, yeah. film them, mm-hmm. and let's make it faithful. And I think Netflix has kind of taken faithful to mean just just do exactly what uh, just do exactly what it does in the comic. Just do what it says in the tin. But Ben, did you see the trailer, Ben? Yes, I did. What did you think of the color grading, Ben? There is no color grading. Yeah, it's Michael. just the normal world. About? It's just it looks exactly like every other Netflix show. Yeah, it's no good. It could be 13 Reasons Why. It could be Jessica could, Shores. It could be Jessica... What? Je- Jessica Shores, about that woman who goes to Jessica Shores to... <laughs> you know that one? She goes to escape from the big city. And get the ride. I think she does get the ride, yeah. It could be Yeah, ben. she does. <laughs> it could be... Do you know what I'm talking about? Che- Chepasaki Shores or yeah, whatever Jessica that goddamn Shores. That's show what I is. Said, Jessica yeah. Shores. Jessica Shores, Michael. It could be any of those. Um, Look, Michael, it's a far cry. It's a far cry from the early days of the the old the old Daredevil series, Michael, where everything was color graded to a to an nth degree. Looking back on Daredevil, then perhaps too much, even. Yeah, perhaps too much, Michael. You remember you and I, Michael, parodied uh, Daredevil once by doing a little <laughs> by doing a little introduction trailer, and I color graded us both to the nines. Yes, I do um, remember that. It all matched to that show. Quite amazing. Um, you didn't realise it was a, a joke, Michael. You said, oh, you've done a good job there. Those are very similar to the show. Yes. But ben, they poured all the grading. They just poured all the colour grading. They used it all up. They used it all up making Daredevil blue, Luke Cage yellow, Iron Fist green and Jessica Jones purple. And now they've got no colour grading left. <laughs> they've used it all. Would you like some more grading? I would. Oh, sorry, sir. We're all out. Can you pull out um, some of the stops and release some more colours? Like, no, leave them in. We're on a budget here. that's not this kind of establishment. Have you ever heard of Amazon Uh, Plus? Amazon Plus. Yes. Yes. Everyone's favourite delivery service, Uh, Amazon Plus. Disney Prime. Disney Prime has very strange connotations. I don't know why it sounds so strange. Yeah, it sounds like... Disney Prime sounds ominous. Sounds like it's coming to get you. Oh, shit, Disney Prime is on its way. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, Sweet Tooth looks no good. Yeah, it looks very generic, Ben. I don't know if I can stomach any more generic Netflix stuff. Um, did you, that's, all, that's all they seem to be doing. Ever since, like, anything we've watched in the last year, Michael, from Netflix has been middling. Mm, well, well, we'll have a chat about that later, won't we, Ben? We, we, we bloody will. We bloody will. Uh, Michael, then I got something with lots of colour grading. Go on. Uh, there's another trailer out there. It's called The Green Knight, Michael. Yeah, I saw it. The Green Knight is starring Dev Patel and it's from A24, Michael. The lad's over at A24. Never they make heard a good them. film. Never heard of them. They make Hereditary, Michael. Oh, yeah. Bloody Midsummer, Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get out of here. You've heard of them. Yeah, she, put them in the fire. Yeah, they're a great bunch of lads. Yeah. They're a great bunch of lads. So is this um, another horror film from the lads at A24? It's, it's not, Michael, because over the over the last couple of years, Michael, A24 has been branching out. They started almost exclusively as an L horror brand. Right. Um, and now what they're doing is, uh, because they make so much bloody money off their horror films, Michael, which people seem to enjoy immensely. Mm-hmm. Um, they've started kind of branching out as they go along. So this is their attempt at a fantasy film. Um, and this is one of the oldest stories going, Michael. This is one of the early English tales. This is uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight hmm. adapted into a uh, film starring one Dev Patel. And Sir Gawain and the Green Knight is a fascinating Arthurian legend, Michael. Go on. Um, Sir Gawain is one of the Knights of the Round Table and King Arthur um, is holding court at the round table with all the knights when all of a sudden Michael this big swamp thing looking motherfucker comes in the door and he's like hello hello I am the green green knight I'm the green knight and I've always imagined him as Welsh so hello I'm the green knight and I want to have a challenge with one of your boys and uh, so he challenges one of the lads to hop up and cut his head off oh yeah Um, he has to kill him in one blow Michael so Sir Gawain steps up and he's like alright boys I'll do this I'll give it a go hey hey and uh, swings the L blade, cuts the head clean off. Michael, everyone's like, "Wee, good job, Gawain. Well, oh, good mate, man. quick, cheeky Nando's, oh. mate. <laughs> cheeky Nando's. Fucking uh, chop off Green Knight's head. Cheeky Nando's, <laughs> few pints, job sorted, mate. <laughs> Wee. And then Gawain, er, then the Green Knight goes, oh, hold on a minute. And he's not dead, Michael. And <laughs> then um, <laughs> here's time. Um, Gawain has to meet him at his kingdom. And the Green Knight is to return the favour. Oh, no. Um, so what it is in its initial text, Michael, is a, is a, a kind of a, an examination of honour and what, what a knight's code should be and, and how a knight should behave in the court of King Arthur. And it's a really old tale, Michael, and I think it looks beautiful. Now, I don't yeah. know if it's any good, but it looks lovely. Yeah. Benjamin, yes. the, tr- the tree man looks like he's done with prosthetics rather than CGs. Which is cool. I'm into that. I'm not. A, I'm not entirely against a decent set of prosthetics. Yeah, so, <laughs> I've heard that about you, man. <laughs> oh, lovely pair of prosthetics, boys. Benjamin, <laughs> why am I a captain on a sea ship? Oh, boys, we've got to get aboard this shanty. What am I saying, Benjamin? <laughs> yes. Speaking of well-done prosthetics being better than CGI, have you seen the trailer for Venom? The one with no lovely sets of prosthetics. Yeah, no prosthetics whatsoever. Um, yeah, so we have um, CGI2, Electric Boogaloo, coming yep. out soon, starring one Thomas Harding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Tom Hardy's back as Venom, doing both voices. Uh, there's a cute little cafe scene, Michael. We got the trailer uh, this week. It's a You Say Paterno, I Say Paterno. Was it? Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's the... No, what's the what's the song? That's entirely how the wrong you, song, Ben. Is it? How do you like your eggs in the morning? No, it was, no, one is the loneliest number. 
No, no, but the the one that Venom sings while he's cooking the breakfast, Michael. Oh, when he's having he's the doing, breakfast. He's doing a classic American standard duet, oh, but Tom Hardy okay. is having none of it. He's like, oh, why did I bond my life to a symbiote? Why did I think this would be a good idea? And then nobody thought that was a good idea, Tom. Well, that, that seems a very dangerous decision. Benjamin, $1.3 billion yes. worth of people thought it was a good idea for some reason. That's true. That's true. For some reason. Yeah. So, Michael, we're, we're getting Let There Be Carnage. And the, the trailer has come, the, the teaser at the end of the original Venom film has come full circle. And we've got one Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woodward Harrelton. Yeah, Harrelton third. Yes. And he's playing Cletus Cassidy. Yes. Um, and Cletus Cassidy is a psychotic uh, serial killer. I think most of them are. Yeah, yeah. Probably an oxymoron there. Um, but yeah, so he's back and he has the Venom symbiote. They seem to have a pre-existing relationship based on the, the overdub that we heard in the trailer. Because he says, oh, Eddie, you're back again. They're going to have to, um, aren't they? So Ben, was Eddie, um, was Eddie also a mental patient? Or did Eddie was Eddie the reporter who tracked down Cletus Cassidy? That's that. This is the question to make, Michael. Now, I think I think your latter statement there is probably going to be more accurate. I think this is a sins of one Thomas Harrington's, um, Taurus, sorry, Thomas Harding's um, past. Right. And I think Eddie Brock's past is coming back to haunt him. And I think that's why Cletus Cassidy might be obsessed with him. Or he could have had mental health issues in the past. But I think it's more likely, Michael, that it's the... Because we didn't get any hint of that in the first film. Not that that would stop them, Michael. $1.3 billion has probably made them very brazen. Do whatever you want. Do whatever the heck you like. Yeah. Um, I still struggle with the fact that Spider-Man is nowhere to be seen in this. There is a spider in the trailer, Michael. There's a little spider, from Ben. the ceiling. There's a little spider. And there are multiple hints that the... Awful Sony universe is going to eventually merge into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Although it's kind of like one of those situations where you're at a dinner party and so people say, so what's going on with you guys? And then one person says, oh, yeah, we're dating. And then the other one says, it's nothing serious, though. Oh, that's awkward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable for everyone in the room. Or Sharon says, this is my new boyfriend. And her new boyfriend says, "Um, I don't think it's that serious. Oh, boyfriend? Can I talk to you over yeah, here? Just, uh, let's have a chat over here for a second. I'm actually married. How, o- <laughs> How often do you think <laughs> Sony Kevin gets Feige? pulled? <laughs> How often do you think Sony gets pulled over into the corner and be like, look, I, I like you. I do. Um, look, you're great. You're great. But I'm not comfortable with that with that intensity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they say, but Zenon made $1.3 billion. And then Marvel goes, oh, okay then. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh. Have I told you you're but- very attractive in this light Sony <laughs> cinematic universe? This is your light, yeah. it, which is mostly dark yeah. uh, with no lighting yeah. because it's cheaper to do CGI that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, very bad CGI then. So, Michael, we, we saw um, Cletus Cassidy at the end there in full Carnage gear. And uh, yeah, very. That was kind of cool. I yeah, he looks like Carnage. Carnage in full flow. Um, the Carnage Venom backstory is very convoluted at this point, Michael. Um, they have a very unusual relationship. They are father and son, theoretically, in or a sense. or parent and offspring. Hermaphroditic in a sense. offspring. Hermaphroditic offspring. Correct, Michael. Um, and that's why they often refer to themselves as they. Mm. Um, I think it would be very interesting <laughs> if the trans community suddenly adopted oh, no. them as like the poster boy. No, no. Um, <laughs> of, I don't of know. Superhero like, films. Don't know. This is a good look for you, Ben. Uh, it probably isn't. Probably isn't. Um, but sure, anyway, uh, 
yeah, it's it's a really unusual relationship, Michael. They but without Spider Man, I just don't get it. I don't get it, Ben. I don't get I don't it. Get it. Well, like I mean, again, one point three billion dollars would argue the opposite. Yeah, lots of people get it, yeah. but like that was he's Venom is essentially the the foil to Spider Man. He's the the dark side of Spider Man, and it just. There's a whole obsession thing there that we don't get to see anymore. Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Ed, having Eddie. a, it's like having a Joker film without Batman. In it. Oh no, wait, almost. They did that. Oh, they did that then. Uh, One point yeah. three billion dollars, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Shit. Maybe, maybe Ben. Yeah, this is it. We've is stumbled it upon it. We've stumbled upon it. The key is to take an iconic villain who exists as a flip side of a hero, and then bloody Skeletor the movie. Just. Just get, just get in and just do Skeletor the movie. It's nothing to do with He-Man or the Masters of the Universe. It's just Skeletor the movie. And he's kind of an anti-hero and he's upset because he's got a skeleton face. And that's it. That's the whole film. One point three. Michael, I did that pitch. You did, yeah. I did that pitch. That pitch is here on this podcast. Yeah, Ben, but your mistake <laughs> um, was you had you had He-Man in it. I also didn't finish that pitch. It's just yeah. sitting there. Classic, no, we Classic never ben. finished. Both of my both of my pitches, Michael, um, have laid dormant. My dead man pitch and my and my thing. Anyway, anyway, God, we're very reminiscent today, Michael. I wonder why that. I wonder might why be. that might be then. Michael, moving on from there, um, you watched something on Netflix this week, Benjamin. Speaking of generic shit on Netflix, <laughs> three, two and a half years ago, or whatever. We thoroughly enjoyed and didn't enjoy and were fairly indifferent on some of the various different stories in season one of the show Love and or Robots. Love and or Robots starring Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Why? No, that's uh, uh, that, that's that is the a film thing. Her. That, that's the film yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah. You've done yeah. Her. And she was Robots. So that actually does make sense, Ben. We watched Love, Death and Robots, <laughs> Ben. We liked some of them. We liked. Uh, we the, didn't like others. We didn't like others. We liked... Um, there's uh, mechanoids on the farming planet. We like that one. Farmer mechs. We like the uh, Watch Red Out There's mechs. Vampires. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Go back to my joke. Red mechs. Red mechs. Very good. We liked them. Um, that was excellent. Yeah, Watch Out There's Vampires in this crypt. <laughs> oh, look, some spooky boys down there. Don't yeah. know. We bring, bring a cat. Yeah, bring cats. Uh, we we enjoyed um, This Lady Doesn't Like Men and Now She's a Robot Fox. <laughs> that was good. That, that was, was a good. good one too. You know, some of them were quite memorable, Ben. Some of them I can't remember at all. Um, yeah, because they were fairly... We didn't enjoy Mary Elizabeth Winst yeah. and T- Topher Grass. Yeah. Um, what's going on in, in my freezer? In What's going on in my freezer. Um, alternate history was a bit of a... It didn't didn't really land, Michael. It was, it was interesting to see what kind of happened. Weird Yogurt was good. Yeah. I remember being very quirky, but yeah. enjoyable. The the one I enjoyed... Oh, the one I really liked, Michael, was... Um, Why Does This Man Keep Chasing Me? Groundhog Day. That was a good That was a good one. Do you remember that one? Oh, I remember, remember that, that one. one. I, don't, I didn't yeah. remember that one. That's interesting. That one was very good. It's cyberpunk, um, but there's a man after me. Yeah, my least favourite of those, Michael, was... I'm a big scary monster lady in a suit. Uh, which one am I? Am I the lady or am I the am monster? I the monster, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's because they use trauma as a storyline, uh, which I never enjoy, Michael. Yeah, you didn't like never. that, Ben. Benjamin, anyway, it's back. It's back, yeah. It's, it's, it's made it. It's return of the It's return back of the for mech. a much truncated season two. What's truncated, Michael? Sorry. Shortened. Oh. Uh, I think there are eight episodes only in season two, Ben. So I watch them all in the space of half an afternoon. Oh, that's good. Because there are eight episodes, Ben, with an average length of about seven minutes. So, you know, and it's... We're, it's we're, it's all over in under two hours, I think. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I tell you yeah. what, Ben, wildly what? varying quality once again. Ah, some interesting ideas, some not so interesting ideas. Okay, Michael. Some interesting art styles, some not so interesting art styles. Okay, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some very similar stories, in fact. So, Ben, episode Aww. the first episode and the p- second last or penultimate episode, Ben, they both revolve around domestic appliances trying to kill you. That was in the first one, Michael. What what happened in the first one, Ben? They had they had the domestic appliance that turned into a, a god of art and architecture, and then turned himself back into a domestic appliance because he was bored with the light. Oh with life yeah, and that fella. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's not quite that extreme. It's more Ben. Imagine it's the future for me. There, would you imagine it's the future for me? Okay, I'm there. I have a big bushy beard. You have a great big bushy beard. It's the future, and Ben. Appliances have become so smart and so dangerous that you know. Luckily, thankfully for their program, it's only for the grace of good programming that they keep us safe. And do Amen. what they're asked. But Ben, imagine if that programming went wrong. Oh, that uh, wouldn't be any good. And your appliance decided that it was time to get rid of you. Now, Ben, I want you to imagine that scenario in two different scenarios. Okay. One, a comedy mm-hmm. set in a retirement home with grotesque animated characters. Okay. And two, a serious space drama episode with a, simul- a, a, a copy of Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. Yeah, which one sounds more interesting to you? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, well, they're both the same. Okay, they're both the same. Yeah, it's, it's just the same, the same story. It's, it's the exact same thing, yeah, yeah. both times. There's some good ones, Ben. There's some interesting ones. There's one called The Tall Grass or The Long Grass, I'm not sure entirely. Ooh. It has an interesting art style, Ben, where it's clearly, you know, it's 3D animated. Okay. But the 3D animations look very much, Ben, like they've been skinned with watercolour. Oh, so, I like it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it would hold up to like a full movie's length, but it has an interesting story about a man getting off a train when he was told not to get off the train. Oh, you shouldn't get off the train yeah, if you're told not... not to get off the train. Yeah, 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 because there could be something bad in the tall grass. There might be, there could be. Yeah, but you don't get off the train. If, if somebody tells you not to get off a train, Michael, right? Yeah. If somebody comes to you and they're they're a bit sweaty, they're a bit pallid, mm-hmm. you know, they look like they're having a bit of a panic and they say to you, hey, come here to me. Don't get off the train yeah. in this random spot in the middle of nowhere because, you know, I've been doing this run for 40 years. Yeah. And in all my days, you never get off the train, boy. And that's probably why you shouldn't get off the train, Michael. Yeah, Just yeah. maybe defer to a conductor's experience and not get off the train. Benjamin, yeah. do you remember the short, the animated short... Oh no, the sexy ladies, ladies a spider monster. Yes, uh, was, beyond a keeler rift. Was that part of Love, Death and Monsters? It was. It There's was. nothing in this one that has that level of, oh no, what's gone wrong here? That makes me sad. Yeah, it, it's, I don't think, I mean, quality wise, animation wise, these are good and interesting and there's some mm-hmm. fun but small twists in them. Okay. But none of them, I think, are going to live in my memory or imagination and have me want to go back to that world. That's a shame. Yeah. Because the unnerving quality of the first season was what got me a lot of the times. Hmm. The, there, were, there were several, even the, the less memorable ones. For example, look at all them neon sky monsters up there. Best not go swimming with them out in Arizona. Um, 
I bet you don't remember that episode, Michael, because that was a weird one. I only about vaguely two- remember it having a kind of Hunter S. Thompson on drugs aesthetic. Yeah, and then the young fella goes off and swims with them, but he shouldn't have done that, Michael, because then he floats into into the stratosphere, and it's, it's weird. Um, I will, but yeah, I, so I will tell you this though, Ben. Yeah, this one, from what one. I remember, and slight spoilers here, because I've done my best to avoid spoilers, basically. But slight okay. spoilers here. This one has no uh, bad endings. Oh, yeah, I don't think it does. Thinking back, I think the protagonists escape or survive or win or defeat the robot or I think I think they do in every case. What's the point in that? I know, Ben. Where's your tragedy? Where's your pathos? Not a single lesson learned. Not a single moral imparted. Where's your big scary spider lady? She's not there, Ben. She's like, oh no, the sexy lady was the scary spider. None of that. Where's your big tomb full of Draculas? Like, there's plenty of endings, Ben, that imply, oh, that could have gone much worse. But they yeah, don't. But it's not the same, is it? No, no, when everybody no. gets away with it. Maybe that's what's. Maybe that's what bothered me about it, and it, I've only realised it now. We live in a post-happy ending society, Michael. Do we though? Or ah. you know, are we back to happy endings now? Uh, well, given given the state of the world at the moment, perhaps it's not perhaps <laughs> mental health of humanity. Just make them all happy. <laughs> but it's about robots killing them. all of humanity. Make it happy. Make it happy. Did you watch the Mitchells versus the Machines as well? Um that was another Netflix one that came out two weeks ago, but it's not, it doesn't bear relevance here. Michael, that's that's unusual. We should probably do an episode on that. We'll do the, an episode the, the popularity of happy endings. <laughs> we, we'll get a, we'll get a lot of strange clicks. Yeah, um, Benjamin. Yeah, I have something I want to talk about, and I forgot to put it in the running order. Can I squeeze it in for four minutes? Go on, yes, Benjamin. Squeeze it in there. I've been watching the Nevers, the the television show, the Nevers. Oh Jesus! Okay, and it's quite good, Ben. I watched episode five there recently. Okay. And in episode five, Ben, uh, spoilers coming, sorry. Here come spoilers for the Nevers. And in episode five, Ben, they're planning to dig a hole through London to rescue the Galanthi uh, so that Amelia can get back to it. Back to it. Okay. Right. Uh, that's it? That's all you wanted to talk about? Well, what's your thoughts on that, Ben, rescuing the Galanthi? What's What's the Galanthi? Exactly, Ben. Oh, okay. exactly. So episode five starts with all of the characters having new motivations um, some characters in new places and positions and everyone talking about the Galanthi as though they've already known about it. You know what they've gone and done, Ben? Bloody Captain America and no, the Winter ben. Soldier. <laughs> no, Ben. They've played it out of order. Oh, that's not I'm smart. 90% sure, Ben. There, there are two things that might have happened. Happened, number one, is they've played episode six in the place of episode five. Okay. Happening, number two, is they never got around to filming episode five because of COVID. Wow. Yeah. It's jarring, Ben, to say the very least. It is incredibly jarring. That's not the first time that's happened to Joss Whedon. Which is why I wanted to bring it up, Ben. It's it's <laughs> what famously what killed well one of the contributing factors that killed Firefly 
Yes. Was that it, it was played out of order because the networks wanted to start with an action packed episode. So they made them start at mid season and then fill in the establish the character establishing episodes later. And then yeah. it has happened again and it is truly bizarre. It's very embarrassing for everyone involved, Michael. That's no good. I don't know, Ben. I don't know. I do not know what has happened. Very strange. Mm. Very unpleasant. I had to pause the episode a couple of times and check I hadn't missed one. And now there's no official confirmation that I've missed one. But absolutely certain that something has happened. Network TV. They just don't get it. it well, <laughs> it's just... not network TV. It's HBO Max. Ah, it's a little bit network TV, though. I suppose, a little bit network I suppose TV, there's though. a hint of network TV. It's a very strange experience, though. And... Like it's it's jarring, Ben. It's jarring. Like, um, you have characters in the orphanage, mm-hmm. who, the last we met them were new and mysterious characters, and now they're just hanging about the orphanage. And you go, what? When did you wait? <laughs> when did you arrive? Last time we saw you, you were a mystery, and now you're just hanging about here. Very just strange. Chilling. Very very strange, Ben. Very unpleasant. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That must have been. I feel bad for you, Michael, because I had no interest in the past episode one, really. Um, but I feel bad for you, Michael, because you've you've committed, right? You've you've said to yourself, Do you know what? I'll give it a whirl. I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a watch. Let's see. And you've what gone, and you've committed yourself to one Josiah Whedon. I haven't now. Let's not say that. Okay. Well, it's too late. I've said it now, and it's a fact. Um, and you've committed yourself to one Josiah Weed, and you follow all his teachings and principles. And you've, you've really, you've really given it socks. I'm a real son you of know. a bitch to employees. Uh, I'll bully any woman you can find. Um, I'd like to say on the podcast that's categorically untrue, Mike. No, Ben, don't. It ruins the comedy. It ruins the comedy. I don't know if I want that out there about you, Michael. Benjamin. Um, yeah. Um, shut up for a second. Very strange. Okay. Very, very strange. Very unpleasant. Let's not see it again. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you, you, uh, you've given up, Michael. Well, no. On the other hand, it has also absolutely fascinated me now from a meta perspective <laughs> of I really want to know what has happened there. And, you know, when are we going to find out what has happened? Is next week's episode going to be even more confusing because it's episode five in the place of episode six? And like they'll be telling us what the Galanthi is. And we'll be like, I mean, we, we, we've already pieced that together from the fact that we had to watch it on the fly. Yeah, yeah. We're going to find out why Augie suddenly is part of the gang now. Oh, Augie's part of the gang now? He's part of the gang, Ben. He was in the orphanage just hanging about going on missions. What? Yeah. What? He wasn't last episode, but now he is. He... He is very much the... What was the, what was the name of the nerd character in Dollhouse? Ben. <laughs> was it actually no Topher Topher yeah he's a real Topher he's a Topher he's a Wesley Wyndham Price he's yeah. you know he's any of Joss Whedon's classic nerdy fop who goes on to be hardened warrior characters you're Xander yeah 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 maybe not Ugh. Xander so much but he I mean in season 6 of the Nevers he'll be standing in front of uh, like the enemies and he'll go do you know what his powers are Ben no, I don't, Michael. Go on. Yeah, so small spoilers again. He uh, he can control birds. I mean, that doesn't shock me, Michael, given the amount of time you've spent bloody stroking crows in the first episode. Exactly, Ben. But he'll be standing in front of the enemies and he'll just go, ah! and then hundreds of crows will fly at them. 
like uh, Snow White in um, Shrek 3. In, oh, you'd like to see that again, Michael, put I'd it in like live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Michael. Benjamin. Michael. Yes. Speaking of damp squibs that don't land. Oh, very good. You and I have come to a very, very auspicious occasion, Michael. Go on. You and I, you and yes. I have reached. Yes. Our 200th fucking episode. Yeah, or Ben, potentially our 198th or 204th, depending on how you count that weird period when we did two a week. Yeah, we're not we're not counting that. That doesn't count. We're on, we're on the 200. All right, it's right? 200. We're on the 200. 200. Don't question it. Don't this is not the time it. or the place to question it. This is not the time or the place. Michael, you and I are still doing this podcast and we're still not sick of the sight of each other. Ah, I mean, no, I wouldn't say that, Ben. You asked me to turn my camera off every episode, and I don't know what that's about. But, you know, I think we get on just fine. All right, good. Well, I'm not but, saying nothing. You know what? That's sound. Um, do you know what hasn't? <laughs> you know what hasn't always gone so well, though? Our bloody predictions, or pop culture in general, during our, what is it now, three and a half year tenure? Three, three and a half years, Ben. Three and a half years of this shit. Right. Man, never, ladies and gentlemen, never sign a deal with a man dressed all in red in a tavern at a portside town when you're down on your luck and there's a storm outside. Because you know what happens? You get to do a bloody pop culture podcast for three and a half years. It's the devil. Uh, it's, the, it's the devil. The devil himself. Uh, no, it's Michael Leonard. He just made me sign a bloody agreement and I was too drunk to notice. And now I'm in a podcast. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we decided on this most auspicious of occasions to take a look and see... Really, what's stuck and what's not throughout our entire uh, three and a half year career? And there's been quite a few. There's been quite a few flops and quite a few sensations. Michael, go on. Uh, we mentioned one of them earlier. One, one of the, that caught both of us off guard. Michael, one point three billion for one Venom. Ben, still don't get it. Don't get the popularity of Venom. It's not a good film. It's not a good film, Ben. It's got Tom Hardy in it, and he is beloved. It's got a very small cameo from Ben, the man whose name is even more ridiculous than the fake name I made up earlier, Woodrow Tracy Harrelson. Yes. But it's not a good film, Ben. It's murky, it's it's gross, it's... The tone is all over the place, the special effects are nothing special. Um, Tom Hardy jumps into a a fish tank and eats some lobsters, it's... It's no comedy is weird. Comedy is weird, the super heroics are fairly flat and boring. Yeah. Why, Ben? Why was this such a hit? China. Was it? <laughs> Grand bunch of lads. Was it China? It probably was uh, quite successful in China. There was there was the scene where, because, uh, what's his name? Rampage? What? Who's the evil? Riot? Who's the evil uh, symbiote? I can't remember what his name was in that. It began with an or. Anyway, Riz Ahmed is, is the host for that one. And he lands in China, I think, and works his way back from China. And that scene was included entirely, entirely, so that we could say Chinese. Great bunch of lads. Great bunch of um, lads. Yeah, and that's that's there. So I think it made most of its money there, Michael. I still don't think it's a great film. Um, it's been on TV a couple of times, and I've kind of given it a rewatch just to see, you know, what it's all about. It's not about anything. It's, it's, it's not about anything, Ben. It doesn't have a theme. It doesn't no. have a message. It barely has a plot. No, it has Tom Hardy saying, oh, I don't like corruption. Um, it's, it's not great. I'm a reporter. I track people down. And he loses his job because he's a bit of a bit of a twat. 
you know, he's a bit of a cheeky twat. And he loses his job and then he finds a magic symbiote and they decide to save the world together. They don't grow as people. Nope. He's still a shitty person. He just decides, I'll, I'll do it anyway. And then Michelle, what's her name? Williams. Michelle Williams is in it. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's, she's a sexy there. lady Venom, Ben. And we get a sexy lady Venom for no reason because Venoms are asexual. They're, they're genderless. They're... <laughs> The funny thing about it, Ben, and I mean, what really inspired this episode, Ben, was like big budget productions or big, big event things that leave no cultural residue behind. And, yeah. and I mean, the for me, and this is outside the remit of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, Ben, because okay. it was a long time ago. But the one the the shining paragon example of this is Avatar. Yes. Because Avatar Ben made, what, $3 billion? Yes. And, or was it two? It's too much, either way. Too, it too made much, too much money. <laughs> too much dollars. Too many dollars, Ben. And the bizarre thing about it is that it has left no cultural impact whatsoever. Not one. Not a single one, Ben. I have um, never met an Avatar fan. No, because they, as far as pop culture is concerned, they don't exist, Ben. I mean, I'm I'm trying to make a point here, but I know the name of the main character for some reason, and I know the name of uh, Zoe Saldana's character. But I just I know Sully. You, yeah, Mike Jake Sully. And the reason I know that, Michael, is I remember thinking that's ballsy. There's already been a big blue monster called Sully. It's interesting that you've decided to do that again. Um, and that's the only reason I know that there was Sully from uh, Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But big I mean, blue monster. No, no cultural impact, Ben. I mean, think about the other one, Ben. Titanic, Ben. Ah, oh, Michael. So much cultural impact. Such weight. Such weight, Ben. I mean, it's, first of all, it spawned a wave of similar films. Pearl Harbor, for example, your favourite from Michael Bay. Oh, um, what a winning film. Benjamin, I don't think there's a single person in the world who can see a steamy car and not put their hand on it. And it <laughs> like... Put it down the back window and pretend you're Rose and Jack having sex in the car. No one cannot do that. No one can, Michael. Yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah. Every time I've had sex in the back of the yeah. car, I haven't been able to resist. You just put your hand up and you go... <laughs> Benjamin, there's not a man alive on the planet who can go yeah. on a ship and not go to the front of the ship and go, I'm the king of the world. My Instagram feed and Facebook feed is still filled, Michael. Yes. <laughs> with 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 men in their 30s doing that exact thing. Exactly, Ben. Anytime they're on any kind of seafaring vessel. A- anything, Ben. A canoe. <laughs> a dinghy. It a doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A jet ski. Benjamin. Yeah. And yet, when is the last time you saw anyone going, I'm Jake Sully, motherfuckers. Shifting trees. <laughs> Shifting trees, connecting their weird sex rods. Oh, do you remember the sex rods? No, no impact, Ben. None. Avatar had no impact. And Venom is exactly the same. You tell me one quote from Venom. You tell me one scene from Venom that has infiltrated popular culture. Nothing. 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 Yeah. Even, Ben, think about uh, Avengers, Avengers Endgame. A similarly okay. massive film. Um, yes. Okay. Not. It's not going to have the cultural impact of Titanic, but okay. at least we got "I Love You" three thousand. That stuck around. That stuck. Avengers Assemble stuck around. I am inevitable. Yeah. On your left, there's so much of that that has influence, and the fact, Ben, of course, 
that now everyone is trying to do an Avengers Endgame. Everybody and their mothers. What was the film we saw, Ben, that was another attempt? Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars, there's too many Jedis. Yeah. Um, Where they attempted to do the same thing of having all the characters from the past showing up and say, terrible film. But that's a cultural impact. Venom, nothing. 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 Tell me one line from Venom, Ben. Oh, I'm Tom Hardy. I'm getting this. No, that's no. Sorry, that's my impression. Nicked, mate. Uh, I mean, I'm American. Is he American in it? He's supposed to be American in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No good. No good. No good. No good. Venom's no good. There were other ones, Michael, that didn't do very well. Uh, Now, this is slightly different from this, Michael. These are things that made huge cultural footprints at one point, right? um, And then have faded to nothing over the course Ah. of their time with us. I mean, the one, the the elephant in the room, Michael, um, for us, is Game of Thrones. What? Sorry? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Michael. Precisely. Game of Thrones, Michael, was a show on HBO at one point that was massively successful. Then look, I'm doing my, what's that face? I don't even know what that is. He doesn't even know what that is, viewers. Listeners. Listeners. These are listeners. (laughs) He He doesn't even know what that is, ladies and gents. What's that? And what what makes that all the more bittersweet, Michael, is that was the most successful fantasy series on television of all time. Ben, at the time that it was uh, at its peak, it was the most successful show of all time. I think that's that. Yeah, you would know. You're a you're a numbers man, but yeah, definitely. We couldn't, Michael. We would go into work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And people that we know that have no interest in comic books or nerd things or anything George like or or Martin George or Martin would be chatting about Game of Thrones what's and going was, on in Game of Thrones it was a little bit like the Twilight Zone for a while it was like hang on hang on did you just mention like White Walkers or zombies or dragons <laughs> dragons what is this um, and you could not shake a stick Michael mm. but for hitting a Game of Thrones enthusiast now they're all gone Ben they're all gone, Michael, because never has there been a masterclass in the history of humanity in how to just botch the landing. Ah, Ben, disagree with you there. Lots of things have botched the landing. We've talked about this before, but Lost did it in the previous television generation. That's true. That's true. Um, where it was the most talked about show on television for years and then it botched the landing so badly it's now a bad word. Mass Effect, Ben. Oh, that's uh, true. The the video game series botched its landing so spectacularly that they destroyed all the goodwill they built up over nearly a decade of video games. They're, they had to release uh, essentially an apology DLC. And then the next game, while having its own problems, was utterly lambasted, Ben, because the fan base just hated the series that they, that they had grown to love. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin. I think the real, the really interesting thing about the Game of Thrones situation is I'm pretty sure that they've just released the first trailer for the prequel series to Game of Thrones. No. I'm pretty sure, Ben, but I don't know if it's fake or not. And to be honest with you, I don't care to check. Yeah, I, I have. You said that to me and I felt no will to to go look at that. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, nah. Benjamin. Yeah. Do you remember a meme from uh, uh, maybe a hundred years ago where there was a field full of, of ducks or geese? Geese yeah. being, of course, a type of ducks. 
but um, there's a small child then and the camera yes. pans around to her and there's a field band there's hundreds of ducks and she says look at all them chickens yeah correct yeah. that's what they should have called the show about the dragons they should have just called it look at all them dragons and then people maybe would have watched it maybe but probably maybe. not Ben but because probably Ben not. it could have been fake it could have been a fan film I don't know because I didn't watch it because I do not care one iota about the Game of Thrones anymore yeah like nobody does nobody cares nobody sits there and goes oh do you remember that moment in season 8 nobody no. knows no don't know no, don't remember, nobody don't is, remember was it. there 8 seasons of Game of Thrones I yeah I, I, don't, I think so I think so um, so it, like it just one of the things that went from stratospherically successful to just nothing to nothing and HBO seems to do this a lot Michael because we then got Westworld Oh yeah, that was very popular. And Westworld season one was like the biggest thing on telly again. And they had another Game of Thrones on their hands. And da 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 Michael, I never saw season two. Uh, apparently there's one good episode, Ben. It's about Indians. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. Season three is set in the normal world, I think. And it's about a machine revolution. Why would anybody care, Michael? <laughs> no one cares, Ben. Why would anybody care? You tell Who? me one quote from Westworld, Ben. Who signed off on that? Who said, yeah, let's put it in the real world because that's what people cared about. It wasn't robot cowboys. It was, they really care about machine rights and that's yeah. that's what they were into. Um, the guy from Breaking Bad was in that, Aaron Paul. <laughs> he was in was season Aaron three. Aaron Paul in it? <laughs> He's in season three. Get Aaron Paul here. is quickly becoming the touch of death, Michael, for a lot of shows for some reason. Put Aaron Paul in it. Not getting renewed. Uh, I've never really rated Alan Paul, Aaron Paul anyway. I've I've never seen Aaron Paul be brilliant in something other than Breaking Bad. I don't even know if he was that brilliant in Breaking Bad. I found his character quite grating in in, in the well, initial. He wasn't very pleasant, was he? That was his whole thing. That was his whole shtick, Michael. That was his whole shtick. But then, Michael, go on. As as if to prove my point even more, this last year saw the release of Lovecraft Country, Michael, which you and I were initially very excited for mm. on this podcast because I went and read the book which is excellent and you should read. Yes. Um, I went and read that and we watched the first episode and you and many of our friends and listeners went, that was fucking great. Yeah, very good. What what a great first episode. And mm. then, Michael, none of us ever watched another one. <laughs> I watched up to four, I think. I think Lovecraft Country is a bit of a different beast, though, to be honest. Go on. Because Lovecraft Country never had the cultural impact which then disappeared of a lost of a of a uh, Game of Thrones of a uh, Westworld, but it was a, it was always a bit niche. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but the, the problem with Lovecraft Country, I think the problem with Lovecraft Country is very easy to put your finger on. The problem with Lovecraft Country is it was too oddly structured, of being both serialized and an anthology, and that weird way of being structured as both serialized and as an anthology made it very easy to drop out of. Yeah. And just go, all right, they've resolved that. I'm happy enough with that. That's off, true. Off I go, I'm away. That's very true. Yeah, that's, because, that's a I mean, good point. The through line of it was what's going on with the blonde people. Then, <laughs> what's going on with the blonde folks? Once I found out that the blonde people were all one person, I was like, ah, yeah, that is quite a good twist, actually. And then I was like, ah, yeah. I'm sure they get their comeuppance in some way. I'm done now. Yeah. Um, I'll have less of that. That's interesting. Yes. Ben, 
One of the greatest disappointments for me of the last few years was the Marvel Cinematic Netflix experience. Uh, Michael, a, a moment's silence for our fallen Netflix universe. Not too much silence, though, because it no, is a podcast. It deserve people it. will turn off. People will <laughs> yeah. turn off. Also, it doesn't deserve that long of silence. Look, Michael, when, when you and I first watched the first season of Daredevil, we went, holy fucking shitballs. That's good. Um, yeah. We enjoyed it. It was dark. It was moody. It was... It was pretty good. Charlie Cox was a very good Matt Murdock, a very good Daredevil at the same time. Um, the fight scenes, Michael, you'll remember very, way back, Michael, on our second ever episode, we had one Coach Clive yep. on this podcast. And we went through the fight scene in the corridor and we just went, this is bloody great. Very this, good. This, Michael, this is cinema. Um, mm. Then we got Jessica Jones, Michael. And just when I thought I couldn't love the Netflix Marvel Universe enough, I watched Jessica Jones season one and went, David Tennant, what a revelation. What a creepy fucking dude. Um, It dealt with some serious themes in a really great way. Kirsten Ritter was great to watch. And then we got Luke Cage, Michael. And I remember distinctly going, well, they can't all be winners, can they? (laughs) It's got some good stuff in it. It had. It had Marcella Ali Ben as the revelation as... uh, what was his Cotton name? Mouth? Stickleback? Stickleback. Cotton, stickleback. Um, <laughs> stickleback. Um, but I think if you were to put your finger on the point where the Marvel Cinematic, where the Netflix Marvel series came off the rails, it was se- episode six of season one of Luke Cage when Stickleback got killed. And it was the great twist. But that was the beginning of the end of quality decision making. Because nobody cared, Michael. Yeah, after that. Everyone had invested in one Marshala Ali and gone, yeah. this guy is fucking great. <laughs> Look, Ben, he'll be back as Blade and everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. And then, Michael, we got the the TV show White Guys Can't Fight. Yeah, <laughs> very good. And White Guys Can't Fight starred one irritating guy called Danny Rand, who nobody rooted for, Michael. A charisma vacuum. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that just kind of made you go, I don't care if this guy saves the world. Very bad, Ben. I mean, just there were so many bad ideas in that. Um, him being a Zen martial arts teacher despite having floppy spaghetti arms. Zero main, martial arts experience. Michael. The main baddies being feckin' disinterested teenagers. It was, it, that was the death knell for me. That was when it was like, oh no, we've, we've shit the bed. We've shit the bed. That's it. Do you know what was worse though, Michael? Was we got one resurgence of a great spark, and that was John Berenthal as the Punisher. That was an oh, amazing little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first season of that was great. I don't remember. Well, see, I didn't said, see the second season. But. Exactly, Ben. Having said that, very little cultural impact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me a great line from. Um, tell me a great line from the Punisher. <laughs> Exactly. The the Punisher's best line was from Daredevil season two when he was in the court and he said, you, I am the Punisher. He I am the Punisher. Best, he did his best Christian Bale impression and just gave it socks. Just yeah, yeah. gave it socks. Yes, um, very little. Um, the, the old Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Netflix Cinematic Universe are now, they'll fade into memory, Ben. They won't linger. And hopefully some of the best bits of it, for example, Charlie Cox and Kristen Ritter, We'll get to play those characters again. Yes, one one Charles uh, Coxix and one uh, Kirsten and 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 Ritterhouse. Yes, they're some they're not your strongest efforts, Ben. I have to say, no, they were pretty poor, Michael. But you look, we're moving on to the next part anyway. Benjamin, um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of not your strongest efforts, um, 
So, Benjamin, <laughs> uh, you know, we've reached 200 episodes of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, Ben. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long while. And we've had one dedicated follower and listener, Ben. Neither of us know who it is. The okay. the The identity of this person remains a complete mystery, Ben. And yes, we'll never know. We'll never know who it is, Ben. But they go by the Twitter name of <laughs> at Podcast Wanker. I can't believe that was free. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it was good. It was just snatched up. So, Benjamin, 200 episodes. And for 200 episodes, our, our good friend and your enemy at Podcast Wanker has been providing us with a mean tweet for every single episode. <laughs> for every so, last one. What we've done, Ben, is I've taken some of some of my favourites, Benjamin, <laughs> and I've texted them to you, and you haven't seen them, Ben, because you don't have Twitter. You're not on Twitter. I'm not. I'm not, thankfully. You're not up on Twitter, Ben. So you've avoided this for three and a half years, but now it's time for you to face your greatest enemy and your greatest fear. But, Ben, we've decided to make a bit of fun of it. <laughs> we have. What, we're, we're gonna... what we're going to do is you're going to read them all out, yeah. and you're going to then guess... Which episode they are in relation to. Well, now, Mick, he's written the, the episode number on a lot of these. Um, yes, but that won't help you, Ben, because you won't remember what episode number it was. That's fair. So you're going to have to decide what the episode was about. Now, Benjamin. Yeah. I've picked some of the... Let's be honest. I've picked some that are, aren't intended to make you cry. Well, they, so, they have anyway, but that's, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your safe word, Ben, for this will be... Fuck this, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is mean. That's an excellent safe word. All right, you ready? All right. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> so let's go with the first one, Ben. I've given you the first one, Ben, is what I think will be the easiest one for the game. Okay, so let's have a go. All right. Episode 155. I imagine Disney feels the same way about Artemis Fell as Ben's parents feel about Ben. I keep imagining that Disney exec crying himself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Artemis Fell wasn't great, was it, Ben? <laughs> so that's our episode on Artemis Fell, the disaster. This is this is a great game, mainly because it brings us through some of our old episodes, Michael, which makes it very entertaining. Yes, yes. Um, so that was that was the Artemis Fell episode, and Jesus Christ, that film. Um, Artemis Fell, Ben, not good. Not, not a good. success. Not good, right. I haven't read any of these, so I'm very nervous now. Um, Episode 161. There's a theory floating around that Ben is stuck in a time loop that can only be broken if he can make an interesting podcast. He's lived 10,000 lifetimes and is no closer to being set free. Yes, very good. What I like about that one, Ben, is it mocks both you and also the podcast. (laughs) podcast the disaster that it is um that is one of our time loop episodes i'm assuming it's time loop three i think it was ben i think that was the one about um what was that show what was the film called with paul rudd uh oh with paul rudd was it paul rudd are you thinking of andy samberg Pam, it was is Andy it, is it, is it Palm yeah. Springs? <laughs> Palm Springs. Is that all the yeah. way back in '61? Was that this year? I think so. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I think, so. I think that was more than that was a year ago. Okay, let's try another one. Um, episode 165. Netflix has produced a massive collection of forgettable shit that seemed like a good idea but didn't go anywhere. In exciting news, Ben has been recruited as their new VP of forgettable shit that doesn't go anywhere and disappoints customers. Born for yeah. it. Uh, Very good. <laughs> Michael, that is... It's either Project Power or it's Code 5. Oh, fuck me, Ben. I'd forgotten about both of those. Um, it's either Code... Uh, is it Code 8? Code... code No, it's Code something. 
it was the bloody uh, Green Arrow and... The Arrow Brothers. The yeah. Arrow Bros. Um, so that's episode 165. Let me get the other ones. Um, 165. 172. Episode 172. Ben's journalistic integrity has once again been called into question. His description of Mick as tall and slim is grossly misleading. What else is he lying about? Ben has secrets and we deserve answers. You see, I think this actually now in retrospect, that seems more mean about me. Yeah, that is more mean about you. He's calling you short and fat. And oh, yeah, he's... I don't like this guy. If we ever find out who it is, I'm going to beat him up. <laughs> anyway, uh, 172, that doesn't give me a lot to go off. Um, mm. 172 is relatively recent. Ooh. Oh, Ben. Yes. As part of this game. Yes. I don't know the answers. I didn't Oh, check. good man. Good man. That makes it much... <laughs> Hold on. You spin your wheels there. And I can't spin my wheels. I mean, my journalistic integrity has been called into account several times. Uh, fans of the podcast will know that Ben's Retractions was once a thing. We should probably bring that back. Uh, Ben's Retractions was a, a fan favorite. It, it even had its own little theme tune at one point. And people loved it, Ben. People loved it. People loved it. I have no idea what episode 172 is. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll move on to the next one, Michael. All right. Episode 186. I think we can all agree that Tom Cruise's portrayal of an Irishman in Far and Away is much more convincing than Ben's. Ben's is on a very short list of people the embassies have been told to disavow. <laughs> That's Irishman's Spouse 5, I think. The one about Tom Cruise? The one about Tom remember. Cruise. Um... <laughs> he's a real Ethan Hunt if you'll excuse the Cockney rhyming slam there's an excellent response there from Mick and Ben which is you yeah, um, that was me Ben that was mainly you um, let's take a look uh, episode 189 <laughs> Ben last knew human kindness when Mick last had abs a long time ago Oh, that's not, that seems unfair again <laughs> that's, that's unfair to both of us uh, hashtag double burn so he knew what he was doing mm. on that one uh, yeah, 189 is very recent Michael 189 was that the one we- this just goes to show Ben how memorable the podcast episodes are well there was a mean tweet just about that a few minutes ago uh, oh I don't know what episode that was Michael was it the one we t- we, I think we spoke about Jared Butler for some reason Jer- good old Jerry good B. old Jerry B I'll keep going there uh <laughs> Mick and Ben. Episode 192. The balls on Ben. The absolute audacity to borrow from the podcast. Criticizing someone for being too long-winded and adding too many of their personal artistic flourishes. Ben's entire life could have been edited down to two and a half hours. The prick. Um, (laughs) Wow. um, What did I borrow from the podcast? The audacity. The term, the audacity. Oh, the audacity. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Episode 192. Very recent, Ben. The recent ones don't stick at all, Mick. Um, (laughs) That's not great, is it? You're on bloody... um, That was a waste of Michelle Yeoh, Ben. Oh! That was was about the film... um, What was that called? That was another time loop episode. That was another time loop episode. Uh, And then we come to our last two here, um, Michael... Uh, episode 197 having nothing original to say has never stopped Ben from saying something he is to podcast what loud ringing bells were to leprechauns Jesus Christ yeah. this guy has too much time in his hands Michael too much time in his hands <laughs> um, episode 197 very very recent still isn't in my brain no no that just goes to show you Ben we shouldn't be making a podcast this is terrible that was the that was the Joel Schumacher Batman films oh wow 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 
Uh, episode 198 Such was the depth and detail of Ben's knowledge on special forces and black ops I thought Mick had Joko Willock on as a special guest No, I jest I doubt Ben could tie his shoelaces in the dark Let alone run a black op um, So that is naturally the last one that we did there um, Two episodes before this Michael, uh, Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher It's the Jack Reacher episodes What, what were we called? Ben, them? I don't know who Joko Wilcock is I, I don't know who it is either I guess some sort of special forces man. Uh, obviously a made up one though, one that doesn't do a very good job of of telling people special forces stuff. Anyway, that was a that was a mean trip down memory lane, Michael. That was that was fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we've done quite a few episodes, Michael. Two hundred. It's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. We have a bit of news. Go on. Um, we're going to be uh, rebranding from next week's episode ladies and gentlemen next week's episode we'll see not, not the relaunch but the rebranding of our lovely little podcast here when we set out to name this podcast way back 200 episodes ago uh, we weren't very good at naming things <laughs> uh, so we said actually look we'll call it michael and benjamin's podcast and we can always change it in two months when we come up with something better well well yes go on 200 episodes later that didn't happen but hey hey we finally come up yes. with something. From next week, ladies and gentlemen, we yes. will be the Sure Look, Sure Listen podcast because we spent some. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We we won't be the Sure Look, Sure Listen podcast. Oh, go on. Will we? Well, I just call it there, but we, we won't call it there. We'll be. No, no, Ben. I mean, if we're doing branding, your branding <laughs> has to be on point. You can't spend months talking about rebranding the podcast, come up with the name Sure Look, Sure Listen, and then the first time you say it publicly say The Sure Look, Sure Listen podcast. It's just called, Ben, Sure Look, Sure Listen. Cool. Looking forward to doing another 200 episodes with this lovely co-host. Um, so it will be Sure Look, Sure Listen podcast taking up... A- no! What? We're not- it's just Sure Look, Sure Listen. It's not Sure Luxury sure Listen podcast. So it, it's just Sure Luxury sure Listen. Sorry, it'll be a Sure Luxury sure Listen podcast. Oh, hell. <laughs> this is why it's taken 200 episodes. <laughs> we'll be Sure Luxury sure Listen taking a pop a culture. So you'll be able to keep hearing us in the exact same place, exact same time, exact same schedule. We're just trying a little bit of a rebrand and we'll be resetting our number count all the way back down to number one. Uh, sim- it's not because we're embarrassed about some of the older episodes. No, it's not. Definitely not that. Definitely not that. But we are. But but that's exactly what it is. That's exactly also, what it is. Also, we would love to be able to go back over some of the older episodes without someone saying, you've already done this. <laughs> We've got it now. We can recycle content. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to take this opportunity to say thank you so, so much to all the people who have stuck with us for 200 episodes. We don't know what's wrong with you mentally, but we appreciate your defect. Um, oh, and uh, it's uh, wonderful. So we'll um, possibly see you in the first episode of Sherlock Sherlock's Oh, very good. Sure, look, sure, listen. We'll see you next week. Sure, listen. We'll see you next week. Um, If you want to stick with us, who knows? That's it from us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for 200 episodes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Sure, look, sure, listen. Sure, look, sure, listen. (laughs) 